Hello and welcome to the European Patients Podcast, representing the voice of patients in Europe. My name is Dante and I'm the Communications Manager for EPF and your host on today's pod. For first-time listeners, I kindly ask you to hit the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with the most relevant and important stories, issues and events surrounding patient-centered healthcare in Europe. Today we're discussing a cause that is quite important to us, World Patient Safety Day, which takes place every year on September 17th. This year's theme is safe maternal and newborn care. World Patient Safety Day was established in 2019 to enhance global understanding of patient safety, increase public engagement in the safety of healthcare, and promote global actions to enhance patient safety and reduce patient harm. To help us learn more about patient safety and this year's World Patient Safety Day, we've invited Quentin Schunvare, Data Improvement Officer from the Platform for Continuous Improvement of Quality of Care and Patient Safety, or PACS, on the pod today. Created in 2013, PACS aims to promote, support, and organize the development and implementation of initiatives of continuous quality of care and patient safety improvement in Brussels and Walloon healthcare institutions. Welcome, Quentin. Thanks for joining me today. Hello, Dante. Thank you to invite me to this uh, podcast. Very happy to have you so far. Um, so, Quentin, let's just kind of dive right into it. Uh, World Patient Safety Day was founded uh, 2019, two years ago, and it's somewhat eerie and timely considering what's happened to the world in 2020. So now in 2021, why do you feel that patient safety is more important than ever? Yes, indeed. Um, indeed, uh, Dante, uh, patient safety is more important than ever because um, av- available evidence suggests that um, one in 10 patients uh, is subject to an adverse event uh, while receiving hospital care in high-income countries. It's a huge uh, number of patients who are concerned by these problematics and all these harms uh, to patients due to unsafe carriers is one of the leading causes of death and disability around the world. It's why it's very important. Uh, there is also studies in in the world, uh, studies carried out in high-income countries like uh, United States or Canada, uh, and these studies suggest that that medical errors uh, are the third leading cause of death in these countries, and it's why it's very important. And you say that the, in 2002, uh, 20 it's very important why because uh, we we know also the covid-19 covid-19 pandemic uh, and this pandemic remind us um, the weakness of our of our healthcare systems uh, and during this crisis patient safety was more than ever um, at the center of concerns why uh, for example uh, because patient safety issues were Component by the description of uh, essential healthcare services caused by the pandemics. Mm-hmm. You have, um, um, for example, a report of uh, sort uh, some care, for example, cancer or cancer care and so on, and it was problematic to 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 this point. Uh, another example. Um, uh, uh, be, uh, between the relation between patient safety and the pandemic crisis. Uh, during the pandemic, the, the care process must to be secure to, to, to avoid the contamination for the contamination from the professional, but also the contamination for uh, patients uh, when they enter to the, um, 
uh, they enter to a car process in uh, uh, an, an, in a in an organization, sorry, mm -hmm. and it was it, it was a, 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 a new challenge uh, for this institution or, or healthcare organization to secure this process of um, uh, of uh, the of contamination due to pandemic situation. Um, today, um, also patient safety is still a, a global public uh, health challenge. Uh, particularly after the COVID-19 pandemics, but um, and the World Patient Safety Day is essential to uh, remind the work that we have uh, that we can do uh, together, professional but also patient, to to improve the situation, and it's um, a good reminder this uh, this World Patient Safety Day. It's perfect that you talked about the disruption to healthcare, especially during the pandemic, because yeah. uh, it seems that all governments around the world are trying to fix it, but we haven't made so much progress yet. But like you said, World Patient Safety Day is a reminder of that, and we hope that we can make some changes. Yeah. And, uh, and specifically for this year, each year, there's always a new theme that sheds light on different priority areas related to patient safety, kind of to achieve this universal health coverage. And this year, it's safe and maternal newborn care. Yeah. Now, based on what I've read, PAX is actually doing kind of a new project called the Maternity Outcomes Project related to this. So can you tell us a little bit about what it's about, your objectives and its relevance to patient safety? Yes, uh, indeed. You Like you say, um, this year, the World Health Organization urged all stakeholders to act now for safe and respectful childbirth um, uh, with the, and, and their theme of this day is safe maternal and newborn care. Mm -hmm. And to celebrate this uh, World Patient Safety Day, PAX, uh, our organization, launched um, all this week uh, a lot of activities to raise uh, awareness of the um, need to establish patient safety uh, as a global uh, health priority in our organization and our healthcare systems, and uh, particularly uh, for the the maternal and newborn care and we have a lot of example of what we do this um, this week because it's one day but we want to 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 promote the um, the action for or, and this um, sensibilization during uh, a week and for example we are sharing articles uh, summaries article summaries uh, adverse events and also other tools to support professional in delivering safe neonatal care uh, another example, we are going to distribute also uh, orange bib uh, to 25 maternities in Wallonia and Brussels in Belgium. Uh, why orange? Because the orange is the color of the patient safety day, huh? the, yes. uh, the official color. But also we want to, uh, for the specific day, Friday, we want, we propose to hospital to to, we propose to hospital to, um, yeah, to color their um, they're building in orange also wow. to to show their their support to the to the yeah to this uh, to this day um, yeah it's it's an example of uh, action we do and we uh, like you 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 explain in the in this introduction in this question we launched the maternity outcome project 
In fact, this project was an old project. It was postponed uh, following the COVID-19 pandemics. But this week, we want to, um, to, to launch again this project and offer it to maternity hospitals in Wallonia and Brussels the, yeah, the, the opportunity to join us to this project. And uh, yeah, and I'm I'm going to explain you why uh, um, what is I'm sorry for the um, the, the the noise. No, it's uh, okay. I hear you perfectly. Yeah. But okay. it's actually, as you said, it's perfect timing. The project. So yeah, we're, de we're delayed one year, but it came back now at the perfect time. So yeah, it's the perfect time this week. And um, in fact, this the, the goal of this project is to uh, is to follow up the pregnancy and childbirth care and to collect uh, uh, health outcomes that matter to women during pregnancy and childbirth. Um, in fact, these um, health outcomes are called in, in literature and in, in, yeah, in, in literature, the outcomes uh, are called patient reported outcomes measures or PROMs, yes. And in this project, we want to measure the impact of the collection of PROMs on the experience of women during the follow-up of maternity journey. Um, indeed, the literature, we analyzed the literature and, um, uh, uh, and so on, and the literature showed that the use of patient-reported health outcomes create a common language between patient and provider and stimulate the joint decision making by improving communication between these two parties. Um, and we constate, for example, that the use of PROMF in patient-provider relationships may also help physicians to identify some symptoms or results that may be missed without PROM collection. For example, in, for the maternity uh, project, you, you can um, identify uh, incontinence or psychological uh, um, problems during the, um, the the pregnancy of the woman, and maybe you can you can't cap these problems if you don't have problems, and you can after you can discuss uh, uh, with a woman uh, when you identify these um, symptoms. Now, th this is specifically done in Belgium, right? Or just Wallonia and Brussels? Uh, it's specific for Wallonia and Brussels because PAX, we work uh, on, only with um, French-speaking uh, hospitals in Belgium. Okay. Okay. And do, will you, I mean, if you have certain breakthroughs with this project, do you hope to kind of translate it in other languages, in English and Dutch, and kind of export it to the world? Yeah, um, yes. In fact, we when we, we work... Um, uh, we, when we test the project, uh, we we write, um, yeah, we report all our um, results, and uh, also uh, we uh, the result, but also the difficulties encountered by the the organization, and we write report to um, to. To share the, mm -hmm. the the knowledge in the in, in the healthcare sector, essentially the the French speaking healthcare sector in um, in Belgium, but sometimes we we publish the results in English and we 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 propose to 
to yeah to share this experience with uh, uh, international uh, organization but essentially the the sharing of results is for the belgian sector now you're launching it this year i think uh right on world patient safety day and how long will this project take to kind of complete huh and this project um uh will I suppose we we will start uh, in two or three months, and we hope to finish it in two years or, or something like that. Because we have to collect um, a lot of data, uh, uh, data uh, from patient uh, reported outcomes, but also the patient reported experience of women, and we want to to evaluate if the collection of prompts. Uh, impact this uh, ex uh, experience of women, and we have to collect uh, in first times uh, prems, uh, exprems. It's the data collection of experience uh, for women, okay. and we want to to collect this experience um, uh, without collecting prems to evaluate the. Um, the communication between women and um, a physician during consultation when you don't collect prompts mm -hmm. and after we we are going to um, to um, to collect another um, phase of data collection with uh, uh, we uh, and we are collecting prompts uh, in regarding of collecting prompts, if you you understand, we collect prompts and prompts, and we yes. know if the if the collection of prompts and the fact to discuss prompts with the physician during consultation, this in, uh, improve the 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 patient experience during consultation. And I I know that it's probably difficult to say right now, but what are your What's the main objective or what are your kind of intended breakthroughs that will happen at the end of this project? Yes, uh, it's it's a little bit difficult, but uh, like I say, we we read the literature and we want to yeah to to check an hypothesis um, an hypothesis uh, and this hypothesis is uh, is simple. Uh, if we want to see if the 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 collect of prompts impact this experience um, uh, during the consultation, and we are we are sure we are con we are sure that this project open new perspective for uh, ex exchange between patient and providers who can discuss the result collected um, and address topics that are not systematically addressed if some prompts are not collected. In fact. And it's why one of the the the, the main um, objective of this project is to create new um, new topic of discussion during consultation. Um, at the same time, uh, we also um, uh, at the same time we want um, this project uh, create a common language uh, mm -hmm. and a stimulation communication between patient and professionals. Um, and we want also um, uh, be able to show the impact of the collection of prompts to encourage the um, sharing of results of such initiative uh, to, uh, in order to stimulate uh, this new collection practice uh, of indicators in the sector uh, in Belgium because 
now it's not um yeah um uh, it's not so um widely or um uh how you say um, accepted or or dealt no, with it's it, it's not yet um uh, a practice uh, largely largely um across uh, belgium oh yes across belgium and we want to stimulate this prom's data collection in belgium so essentially you're just highlighting the patient experience and empowering patients to improve healthcare overall that's wonderful it's exactly yeah. what we're about <laughs> Uh, so just moving forward, Quentin, uh, I think in your inter in your introduction, you talked about how one in 10 patients will suffer harm during their hospitalization and that 15% of hospital expenses around the world are assigned to rectify security issues. So those are pretty big numbers. Um, yeah. So in terms of your organization PACS, what, what are the priority areas that you stress to healthcare institutions to ensure that they have or they offer high quality patient safety? Yeah. In fact, in PACS, each day we try to promote, support, and organize the development and implementation of initiatives on continuous improvement of quality, quality of care and patient safety. It's important for us the continuous improvement, and we want to, to deliver the skills to professionals and to healthcare sector to daily, um, uh, to daily uh, make this uh, development and promotion of continuous improvement of quality of quality of care and for that we propose um, essentially three type of activities uh, to support the healthcare organization a first block of activity if you want we are sharing resources we share specific tools to improve patient safety. We have a big database of uh, evidence-based tool to improve patient safety, and you can select which tool you want with a specific um, uh, uh, keywords and, and so on. Uh, and you can, and, and, we, and we send the users, uh, um, we send the, to, we send to users the link to the, um, to the tool where where they can uh, find this tool and which organization uh, e, um, which organization uh, create the tool and you can contact them to test this tool and we create this big uh, database of uh, tool specific for patient safety we also are sharing resources like uh, literature reviews we we um, make some we we make uh, yes uh, uh, um, a resume. Uh, I don't know like in English. You um, uh, short the yeah. You you write journals or articles or no? Blog? We are um, we make a literature reviews and we okay. share these literature reviews uh, and we make uh, like um, uh, vulgarization of this um, okay. paper to, for the for the yeah for the professional and also for the public and mm -hmm. we we make this vulgarization vulgar, vulgarization of um, uh, this literature so lay language yes and we are also sharing adverse event um, uh, with um, yes with the sector uh, some organization uh share uh, adverse event and we analyze it and we propose 
solution to avoid this adverse event and we share this analysis with uh, all the sector in um, in Belgium. Uh, and this first block of activities is the sharing of resources, if you want. Um, a second block of activities are um, the training of professional. Um, we launch a lot of formation. Uh, and in fact, with this formation, we want to deliver knowledge and skills uh, of healthcare professionals on topics that are essential to success of quality and safety improvement projects. Um, it's the yeah, it's the idea to to give the the basis to um, to professional to uh, to to success this um, continuous improvement quality of care project if you want. Mm -hmm. um, and the third block of activities is the. Um, is to support organization in specific project like the maternity outcome project, for example. And um, yeah, we we are with the with organization. Uh, we we try to help them to implement to test new methodology or new evidence based uh, tools, and and to, and we want to uh, support them to uh, implement this kind of tools. Wonderful. So sharing, training, and supporting. Yes, it's the three um, block of activities and the three acts of uh, axes of uh, our activities. Um, now, wonderful. Now you mentioned for World Patient Safety Day, you'll be sharing and lighting up things in orange because that's the color of Patient Safety Day. Yeah. Now, besides participating in the in the campaign this year. Um, what do you recommend? Because we're an, um, a, an umbrella group of patient organizations, so we have a lot of we have 77 members of patient organizations. So, what does PACS recommend to civil society and patients? What can we do on a daily basis to ensure that patient safety becomes essential in healthcare? Yes, of oh, it's a huge work to <laughs> to yeah to to involve the civil society and patient uh, on these topics because we know that um, patient and civil society don't know enough, don't know yet enough about these topics. Um, for example, we we launch in in we are launching now a, a project to collect a patient reported uh, incident measurement. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a questionnaire. Um, uh, this questionnaire want to evaluate the, the knowledge about patient about the patient safety issues, uh, and if they and we want to evaluate also if they know uh, uh, an adverse event during their um, hospital cares. Um, and uh, with this project, we want just, uh, for example, evaluate if the patient are aware about these um, uh, these topics, and. And we know that, for example, some patients are, are aware about these topics. Uh, for example, patients who are involved in uh, patient committees or patients who are involved in uh, in organization with yes, with with their expert expertise and so on. But the yes, the main majority of the public is not yet. Um, uh, uh, aware okay. about these uh, topics, and yes, I think that that the um, um, patient uh, safety day is important to 
to um, to to patient and to uh, so, uh, civil society to to have an idea of what is patient safety uh, and we continue with PACS uh, all the time to propose also projects who, um, uh, who, uh, uh, who project with patients, in fact. The project uh, where patients are um, uh, actors of this project, for example, the Martinity Outcome Project, but we also proposed uh, activities uh, to organizations, for example, to uh, to help them to construct um, a patient committee in their organization and this patient committee can uh, after help the organization in to produce some uh, resources for improve uh, patient safety for example and we can um, and we support organization with specific project like that or like I explained, we support also an institution by collecting specific measure like PRIM, uh, who try to measure um, uh, the, uh, the incident uh, in uh, the care process. And uh, just before we go, do you have any special special last messages for World Patient Safety Day? Yes, uh, um, the main message for the World Patient Safety Day for us is that the the work Lloyd to secure uh, our health systems is important and the challenge is huge. Uh, and the participation of all will be necessary to make uh, our healthcare system more reliable. Uh, we know that the movement is launched, but it's not incontestable for the moment. And we want to, yeah, to see, to, to say that, the, we want to say that the safety is the pre preoccupation of all patient but also professional and it's um, the core of our message for this um, world patient safety day wonderful thank you so much for that it's a great message to end off with uh thank you quentin good luck on the new thank project you. and thank uh, you we, we hope to celebrate uh even next year world patient safety with you as yes, well so thank you have a wonderful see, day yes and speak to you soon see you next time yes Thank you once again to Quentin Schoenver from PAX for joining us today to discuss World Patient Safety Day. During the continuing challenges of the COVID-19 pandemic, a combination of virtual and other activities are being planned by the World Health Organization to observe and celebrate the day. The signature mark of the global campaign is to light up iconic monuments, landmarks, and public places in the color of orange. EPF, along with PAX, appeal to all healthcare institutions to encourage them to share the best practices in terms of patient safety. For more information about PACS, please visit the website www.paqs.be. That's it for today's episode of the European Patients Podcast, your source for all things related to patient advocacy in Europe. We are EPF, the leading voice of patient organizations in Europe, with 77 members across the continent. Registration is still open for our virtual EPF Congress 2021, which is less than two months away now. The preliminary program is now available at epfcongress.eu. If you haven't registered, please do so and join us to explore the digital transformation of healthcare. We'll see you next time on the pod. Stay safe and be well.